Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's spookiest podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm Nicholas. I'm joined by, well, I didn't take time to come up with a zinger, so I'm joined by Jeremy. (laughs) And I'm joined by Justin. Hey, guys. So today's topic is uh, not as difficult as last week's topic, but it it was was difficult for some of us. (laughs) It was a little interesting, but today we are talking about (laughs) Satan. Lucifer, Old Scratch, Beelzebub, Diablo, Mephistopheles, Mephistopheles. That's a hard one. I shouldn't have included it. No. (laughs) Damien, the Prince of Darkness. So, of course, this week we are talking about Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. Oh, Oh, maybe. (laughs) So, the devil. The devil is the personification of evil. The... uh, the objectification of ho- of a hostile and destru- uh, destructive force. Every culture, tradition, and religion has some sort of devil. We could get really academic and and break down a lot of the major religions and, and philosophies' devils, um, but essentially, it's the same thing across the board. Everybody just has a different name for it. Um, Maybe a slightly different image, but uh, we know what we're talking about here. So let's let's get down to uh, brass tacks as it is. Um, the devil has been used in literature, music, TV, movies, basically for as long as all of those mediums has existed. The concept has been used to blame every wrong, give every reason to why evil happens. The devil... Being the opposite of God, they are often used against each other. The devil is the ultimate bad guy. The end-level boss at the end of the game, and as stated earlier, the personification of evil. People have used the devil made me do it as an excuse, probably even longer than the the written word. (laughs) So, like cults, devil is more of a concept. And it's a little harder to nail down. He can be a literal character. And we're going to give some examples of that. Talk about that in a little bit. Or more of a concept like he is in like the possession movies. Um, So nailing down the pop culture history is a bit of a difficult thing to do. So there's anyone that can do it. (laughs) It's not this guy. It's not. (laughs) It's not this guy. Because man, it is a. I mean, reading through the Wikipedia page of, of like, it's so, I mean, like I said, I, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, everybody, I mean, if you say the word devil in whatever language you're speaking, everybody is going to have a pretty similar idea. The concept of the devil across the board is pretty much like, there's not a one group or religion that's like devil. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, there are some. 
well, none that should be taken seriously. Um, and and if we get into the Church of Satan, they don't even really believe in in Satan. They believe in the concept of the self. They just like to call it Satan because they think it's funny. And sure. Anton Anton LaVey is more of an atheist than atheist or. Um, Do you feel okay. like you're going to have to clear your search history after this month? Nah. <laughs> Some red flags coming up there. I mean, if they didn't show up to my house after the uh, intense cult research, hmm. well, maybe if I if they look at it and they're like, wait, you just spent a whole week uh, searching cults, and then you spent a whole week searching the devil. Um, yeah. Hmm. Maybe I should clear my search history. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but let's get down to it. The classic image of the devil. The red horned with the hooves, the pointy tail. Like, you know, that's the the, the, the Tim Curry from Legend. Satan from the South Park movie. Like, where, where does that come from? Because that's the image that I think most people, like that cartoony image, you know, hot stuff from the Casper uh, universe, like that. That uh, that image of the devil, I think, is is where most people like go when they hear devil or they hear Satan. That's what they kind of pop up in their head. Yeah. Um, but where where does it come from? Because that, to me, is like the pop culture devil. Uh, the horns um, come from Revelation thirteen eleven into thirteen eighteen which also gives us the, the number 666, you know, the, the evilest number. The mark uh, of the beast. The mark of the beast. That is, it's more, of, again, it's more of a concept because uh, six, seven in, in well, I, I want to say Christianity, but it's more than just Christianity. Um, seven is supposedly like the perfect number, which means six is the most hmm, imperfect number. And a set of three is complete. So, like, when you do something in threes, like, it's a complete set. So, if you have three sevens, like, that's the most perfect thing you can have. So, what would be the most imperfect thing you could have would be a set of three sixes. So, it's not like a literal, like, you know, 666. It's more of a, like, it's just, it, it would have, the people reading the Bible originally would have taken that to be a, I guess a metaphor of like, oh, this is the most imperfect or the most opposite of good and holy. It's the most evil and incomplete. You know, who would have thought that this edu- this uh, podcast would be educational and teaching us something this week? Well, <laughs> I was like, all right, I didn't know where that numbers came from. I have a bachelor of science in biblical studies. I have to use it from a school that doesn't exist. No, that school does exist. They just changed their name. It. I still have a degree from an accredited university. We just have a different name than from when I went there. Oh, that's what they all say. Um, the hooves uh, come from the Greek god Pan, uh, most associated with lust, sex, fertility. Ooh, and, uh, and that damn flute. And that <laughs> damn flute, yeah. Uh, but he's kind of the wild flock shepherds, you know, kind of a lot of that. You know, but he, you so you know, Pan is the, the little 
half goat, half man creature who's got the falute, but um, because of the whole lust and sexual, like, you know, oh, that's oh, evil, bad, the hooves. So, like, so we've got the horns, now we've got the hooves. The pointy tail also comes from Revelation uh, 12, 3, and 4. Uh, the pitchfork uh, comes from the Greek god Hades. Um, that that one's more of a direct, like, obvious. You know, Satan is the lord of the underworld. Hades is the lord of the underworld. Essentially, that means he's the same guy. So Hades was hanging out with a pitchfork. So we're like, oh, we'll just take that. <laughs> um, the red color, though, that's a little bit weird. That comes... That's a little bit more modern. And when I say modern, I don't mean like 1900s. I mean, we're still talking, you know, uh, well, the sixth century. Hmm. But um, early morality plays often would put the actor in a red shirt, a red jacket, some sort of red. Um, So somewhere in the sixth century, red became associated with evil. I don't know if that's because of plays or because of whatever. Um, it's really kind of hard to nail down a lot of definitive, like this is what happened in the sixth century. Cause you know, the five hundreds, they wrote shit down, but maybe not to the level that we write stuff down, mm-hmm. but the original color of the devil was blue. <laughs> wow. I thought maybe red from like the earth's crust and lava and underground, but. I guess that was wrong. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, it's it's it, it came from somewhere because at some point people started associating red with evil and bad. And so, you know, the devil used to be blue. So, you know, Duke, being the blue devils, are on to something. But at some point, because of whatever, the devil became more associated with red. So as you can see, like slowly over time, it wasn't like, it wasn't like last year when we did the whole Santa thing where we can easily point to like one play and Coca-Cola and say, that's where our modern image of Santa comes from. There's not one thing where we can go. That's where Satan comes from. That's where the devil is. Um, There's just a long history of like, just a kind of a, a concept forming and becoming more of a, you know, not necessarily, and I, I hate calling it a concept because of my you know belief system, but I mean, ultimately, it is <laughs> the concept image, your artwork. Yeah. Um. So let's let's get into uh, let's get into movies a little bit. Uh, the first appearance that I can come up with on the devil was an 1896 silent silent short movie called House of the Devil. So I it's again because like cults it's not really like because I mean you can make the argument that the exorcism is about the devil when it's you know because they don't even really I don't necessarily, I mean it's been so long <laughs> since seeing the exorcist it's hard to say if it's if it's more of a demon or the devil but I mean it's definitely you know demon possession satan possession it's it's the same ballpark oh yeah hell yeah (laughs) so it's really hard to say for a fact that hey that is the first movie um (laughs) and because there's just so many movies about the devil and 
and say like listing a bunch of them would just we'd be here for another hour and i think we'd barely be scratching the surface <laughs> so i went with um just listing the three movies that are tangentially related to the devil that have won oscars okay uh 68 rosemary's baby which gives us a nice tie-in for last week because it's about satanic cults so we can mm. take satan and cults and put them together mm. a happy union uh it is uh i think it uh it won best supporting actress i think that was mia farrow but i don't i didn't write that down that's uh my mistake so you out How there in the you. listening you out there in the listening world do your own research i can't <laughs> do everything for you uh 73 the exorcist won for best adapted screenplay and then in 76 the omen won for best score mm. um the omen also gives us where i think damien comes from but i'm guessing they stole that from somewhere else um i just i don't really like there's not a easy way to just keep transitioning from topic to topic here yeah. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing a swell job this one was a i ended up i don't know if it's hard, was harder than colts but it was definitely more difficult to figure out how to write a flowing uh you know script for um music i mean there's even more examples of music than there is movies um you go back to uh operas and what we call classical music and they're you know they were using the devil then um jazz was called the devil's music in the 1920s um and then you know come the 50s rock became the devil's music uh it's hard to say for certain if devil if devil went down to georgia you know uh, charlie daniels band 79 is the most popular song with devil in the title um because every hard rock band um seems to have at least one song about the devil or with devil in the title it, mm -hmm. it um hell even the entire there's an entire subgenre of black metal norwegian death metal that is pretty much just dedicated to the devil <laughs> <laughs> so well uh, I mean, The Devil Went Down to Georgia is probably the most palatable devil song for the general populace. I'd probably have to think about him. What right. is it? Beals by Stephen Lynch. Uh, well, don't don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> hey, come uh, on now. <laughs> I took all day coming up with this list. <laughs> um, so it seems Dev that... Devil's Cabbage. <laughs> Right. And that might be, you know, now that you say that, I, I've i always, you know, because I've often heard of it referred to as jazz cabbage. And if they, no. if they called, if they called jazz music, the devil's music, I now see where maybe they just, we're just, we're, we're bridging the gap. You know, we're, we're educating the people. Jazz we, cabbage. I'm, I'm learning so much today. We are going to have to, we're going to have to put educational on our, on our tags. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, it seems that one of the biggest influences in pop culture, the devil, 
comes from Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. <laughs> what? Uh, the 1808 book that he wrote, uh, Faust. Now, there's a much longer title. Um, although it seems he started writing it somewhere in 1772. Uh, but the main gist of the story is that Faust sells his soul to the devil and then has to do whatever to like win his soul back. Um, and there, <laughs> I mean, there, there's countless stories of uh, Robert Johnson, the jazz musician selling his soul to the devil. I mean, you name it, there's a story about it. In fact, it seems that even Gota uh, stole the story from a 1587 book um, from an unknown author mm. and then again reimagined by Christopher Marlowe, which is really weird. In, seven, in 1604, there was a guy named Christopher Marlowe. Like, of all, is that like, weird? Like, <laughs> it is weird because it's such a normal, like, yeah, he got, he, he got, he got bullied <laughs> for having a weird name. He's the yeah. time traveler. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so the concept of, of selling your soul to the devil appeared in literature in 1587, but I'm guessing that means there were many, many stories and urban legends and, and, you know, because obviously before the written word, there was campfire stories. Mm. So there must have been some sort of legend and even the word Faust, who knows? I, I didn't find a much uh, where that came from, but other than, for the first time showing up involved in a 1587 um what they called chapbook what to the best i could figure would be an early magazine or one of those pulp dime store novels mm. so you know a lot of them were written anonymously because the the real author was a uh, it'd be like if uh, <coughs> stephen king wrote like a like a cheesy romance and like well whenever stephen king writes a book he doesn't necessarily want stephen king attached with so he puts it under like um oh crap what is his richard bachman hmm. you know um so yeah this is going to be a short episode because <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to pad for time here so hopefully you guys have have some good ones oh yeah um so just wait till we get to the meat of it well that's where we're at we're at the meat of it <laughs> um <laughs> So there, there's just way too many examples to just start listing, kind of like we did with the Colts last week, or I've done with the Dracula or Dare, you know, Frankenstein's monster. Um, so we're just going to list our favorites and hopefully spur some fun conversations. Um, really pull that taffy, you know. All right. <laughs> uh, so number one, uh, what what do we got here? I should. Who's who's going to start this one off? Uh, well, I guess I'll start because you one of you have started the last two. So uh, number one for me, Robot Devil, Futurama. Nice. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, yeah, he, he also made my list. Uh, definitely one of my favorite characters in the Futurama series. Right. And that's the one I expected to be on your list. That's not, not not the one I expected. I thought you were talking about. What, oh. what which episode is it? The one where Bender dies and he starts haunting Fry, so he goes to that Amish community. Oh, I don't. I mean, it's been. I, oh, I that, know that's one of my favorite episodes involving the 
the robot devil. I mean, the first robot devil episode where Fry sells his hands to uh, so he can play that weird flute, and then ends up like tricking the devil. Oh yeah, then... I remember that one. Jeremy, what's your favorite robot devil on Futurama? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Couldn't tell you. <ya. laughs> right, Probably uh, just the, the one you guys just named. <laughs> stretch it. Uh, the one that I thought that was going to be on your list and my list, and even Jeremy's, is uh, Dave Grohl. Oh yeah, as the devil <laughs> and tenacious D and the pick of destiny, two thousand and six. We got one oh, left. Yeah. That one, yeah. uh, that one, I thought for sure was going to be on everyone's list. <laughs> I honestly, it didn't even make my my honorable mentions. It probably should have. I didn't think about it, but now I remember to us talking about this last week because that's one of the ones I thought would make our lists. Yeah, for at all the time. Three of us. Yeah, I thought for sure. Ro- Ro- I knew Robot Devil would be on on me and Justin's. I wasn't sure if it would show up on yours. Because I, I know you like Futurama, but I don't know if you like it as much as the two of us do. No, I didn't. Yeah, I got into it really late, so I don't have like the same like love for I, it. But. I said there, there's a reason I always write down like nine or ten things on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In case something does get stolen, I could just move along. Right. Uh, so Dave Grohl was number one on your list then, Justin? Yes. Okay. The first one I put on there. All right. Well, Jeremy, have you had a time to, to write a list yet? Or, um, well, let's see. I did have Dave Grohl on my list, and uh, I wrote Satan from South Park because that's a classic. And then I wrote Satan from the Doom game. <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, you're just you're just saying them all right now. Oh, should we not be going down the whole list? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if that's the way you want to go, that's fine. <laughs> we do it differently each time. <laughs> it's been the same throughout the last. It has two. not. Listen back. <laughs> I edit these goddamn things. <laughs> that is true. You do. We do kind of do it differently every time. But um, okay. Well, since you said your second one, I'll say my <laughs> second one. All right. Uh, John Lovitz from Saturday Night Live. When he would do the weekend updates, he'd have the red face paint and the little horns and the hold the pitchfork. Mm. That was, I mean, because he would, he would do his just like that smug, like, oh, I mean, what was John Lovitz? I mean, before he became the devil himself. uh, Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hollywood Babylon reference. Um, But yeah, no, his, his impersonation or his character of the devil on Saturday Night Live was always really funny. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't sure which way we were going to go here. <laughs> uh, okay, well, if you take Robo Devil, I'll move down here. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bob Odenkirk. He plays the devil in the animated movie <laughs> Helen Beck. Oh, nice. Which I don't know if you've seen that one. I highly, I, re- I highly recommend it. I have oh. not. I it's, saw it at your place. Yeah, you've seen that? Yeah. Was that at the apartment? Yeah, I passed out on the couch watching it at your place. <laughs> yeah. It's an excellent movie. It's got like TJ Miller, Bob and Kirk, uh, John H. Benjamin. So it's like these buddies who work at a, I think it's like a carnival. 
and the one's like, oh, it's like he makes a deal about like getting a mint and he doesn't pay it. So the a portal opens up and sucks him in. So then they go to rescue their buddy. And I can't remember who's all in it. Danny Mc, Danny McBride's in it. It's got a lot of famous people doing some voice acting. And uh, Odenkirk is the one who plays Satan in that movie. Is it kind of a claymation movie? Yeah, it has that look to it. It's called Helen Beck. I don't remember when it came out. 2015? Sounds about right. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, all the people you just ma- mentioned here. Nick Swartzen, G.J. Miller, Mila Kunis, Bob Odenkirk, Danny McBride. Robert. Yeah, okay. I don't uh, know if it's streaming on anything, but I'd give it a watch. It is not streaming anywhere, no. All right, then I can find it. I'll have to find my DVD. Okay. Everyone is invited to Justin's place. Including the fine listeners, right? Yeah, sure. Come on, come on over. If you can figure out which one it is. Hey, we know it's <laughs> Elm you know, Street. We, you know what street I live on. <laughs> we know it's Elm Street. We just have to figure out what street. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's done next? Um, uh, I, I guess we're back up to Jeremy for his third pick. All right. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Devil. Devil. <laughs> devil. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to you. All right. Uh, my third pick is uh, Beals. My name is Satan from Stephen Lynch. Uh, well, that if, if that still counts as a pick, that was also on my list. So, well, I mean, I crossed well, I mean, it off when it was referenced earlier in the show. Oh, well, that's why I said don't <laughs> get ahead of yourself because I had it number three on my well, list. You know, we do whatever we want on here, Jeremy, right? Because you said it anyways. That's all right. I'll find some other devils. There's yeah. a well, whole ton of devils out there. Like, I know, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that nobody, well, maybe we did it on our honorable mentions, but Tim Curry, which is where I made the reference to earlier, because, like, when you think of, like, cinematic devils, like, Tim Curry from Legend is, like, the ultimate, like, cinematic, you know, with the the costume and the giant black horns and the red, like, but mm. I've never actually seen it. I just know yeah. the image. Same. Which is why I didn't include them on my list, because, you know, I don't and then I guess we'll Jeremy, you got one? You want me to go? Keep going. Yeah. All right. I, then the other one I put was uh Peter Stormare from Constantine. Granted, he's not in it long, but it is a pretty good interaction with him coming up to uh claim Constantine's soul. And well, I mean I have to stick with making a DC reference in every one of these Halloween podcasts. <laughs> I mean, if you're so gonna far. put Dave, if you're gonna put Dave Grohl at number one, I think you can put you know Peter Stormare at number three, because Dave Grohl's not in uh, that one very long no. either. So, but it's so iconic. I've and then I've got a lot of honorable mentions once we get through them. Yeah. For me, uh, and then what? It's Jeremy's up. Jer- Jeremy's up for uh, his third pick. All right, I guess I'll say like a couple of the people that I used to work with at Walmart. <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right. Um, I think I know who you're talking about without naming <laughs> without naming names. Hmm. Let me just do this quick. Okay. Hold uh, on, so, hold on. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. That might be for you there, buddy. What? I said that one's for you there, buddy. 
Are you guys texting? I I tried sending him something. Oh, let me check. Oh, wow. That's like, I can use that (laughs) to make things more interesting. (laughs) Well, I actually have another thing on my list tonight. I've just noticed it. Uh, Devil Flanders from The Simpsons. Ah, from the Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. When Homer sells his soul for a donut. That's right, oh, Justin. That's, that's an right. A, that's an excellent choice, there, Jeremy. Would, Thank would you. that would that be from the Treehouse of Horror four? Uh, <laughs> I, I sure hope so. It could be. Um, it's entirely possible that Ned Flanders is the devil is on my honorable mention list. <laughs> wow, what do you know? <laughs> um, Red Devil Paint. That's also on my list because, uh, you know, it has right. devil in it. It does. <laughs> the Jersey Devils, because I like puck nuts. Um, <laughs> as a Washington Capital fan, I cannot root for the New Jersey Devils. We're in the same division. So. Ah. Mm. Or the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Mm. <laughs> uh, they're no longer the devil rays though. they are now just the rays yeah but they're better they're, they're better because it scared old people really i don't know did some uh, did some sea sucker come out of the woodwork and just try to like shut that no, name down no i think it was honestly, no longer think, no longer educational i i do believe it was solely a uh jersey thing it, it was easier just to put rays on there than continue to put devil rays. Okay. Plus, oh, no, so they were lazy. Told, I Well, anyone, like, everybody just said they were like, oh, I'm a rays fan. Let's go to the rays game. Most people very rarely ever said devil rays anyway. Mm-hmm. Bunch of slackers. So the team just finally was like, all right, we'll drop it. It just, it's easier. It's all right. All right. Do, you want to go, do you want to go through some of your honorable mentions then, Nicholas? Sure, I got uh, Liz Hurley from Bedazzled. Oh, okay. I have Elizabeth Hurley on mine as well. I um, see. <laughs> I rewatched that movie yesterday, and it's man, still it is still not a good movie. It's cheesy. I forgot how cheesy it was. It's fun, but uh, I mean, there's a reason why Liz Hurley is on the list, and I honestly like she was almost in the top three. In fact, at one point when I was writing the list, she was number one, but. As I was doing research, she just kept moving down. And then I rewatched the movie and I was like, honorable mention, but good lord, just mm. uh, him from the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right. And you already got my Ned Flanders. So that's my, my honorable mention list. All right. All right. Down on my list, let's see. I had, you got Devil Flanders. Uh, I put Willem Defoe. From the Mercedes-Benz Super Bowl commercial, when the guy want, was looking at the Mercedes and Willem Dafoe pops up and he wants to make a deal with him. Okay. The car and everything that goes with it. <laughs> yeah. Plus uh, a Wisconsin native. I went with uh, Mark Pellegrino from Supernatural. He plays Lucifer on the TV series. Okay. I was going to go with the guy who played Crowley, but then I'm like, okay, they have Crowley and Lucifer, so I'll just go with the one who's the actual devil. You mentioned Elizabeth Hurley, uh, Haiti from the God of War game, Mm. Danny DeVito. He's got that new show, Little Demons, where he is Satan and he has a daughter with 
Aubrey uh, Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza's character. Have you guys have either of you watched that show yet? I've watched a couple episodes here. I'm I'm caught up on it. It's bizarre, uh, it's but bizarre good. but funny. Yeah. And uh like I was really caught off guard in the first episode with the full frontal nudity mm-hmm. and uh the sheer amount of cussing. Because yes. I thought it because I thought it was a network show. Um hmm. I guess it's on FX or FXX. So I was really shocked when uh, the Aubrey Plaza character uh, strips completely naked. Uh, Sac- oh my god! Sacrifices a chicken. It is. It is animated. Uh, oh. So don't you know? Don't get your hopes up. Right. <laughs> and I'd say, and then the last one I have on the list is my dog Lucifer. Aww. that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Devil's Food Cakes. Hmm. Uh, dishonorable mentions. My inner demons. <laughs> um. Yeah, those old school Halloween decorations that make the devil look really cool. Like they have like the pop out, like they that like plasticky look to them. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's like kind that really of? old school looking devil. Very specific looking devil, like seventies. I was picturing yeah. like the masks from Three Ninjas. Yeah, yeah, like that style. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's all right. So yeah, I mean, there's. So I mean, uh, well, I wrote it down, and then I had, I just didn't put it in order here, but. Uh, Marvel has uh, Lucifer, Mephisto, and Azazel, uh, among many others. Um, a lot of them all claiming to be the devil, but none of them are, are truly the devil. Like Mephisto claimed he was, and everybody thought he was, but he ended up just being like an alien from another dimension or something like that. Ooh. Uh, well, how do we know that's not what the devil is? Well, it could be uh, Dormammu, um, or what was the one, uh, Surtur from uh then you know thor ragnarok but i mean he's in searcher is kind of the devil of the norse religion um as you said dc has has their version they got lucifer samuel morningstar which yeah. i think i think is the one that peter stormeyer played maybe i don't know i'm or, not sure there's one from whichever one's in the constantine stuff. what's up with morningstar I don't know. I kept coming across Morningstar as a ref. I think it's a reference to Satan being like, you know, if you go straight Bible, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call him, is supposedly like the head, like he was one of the head angels. And and he didn't want to do whatever God told him to. So he was cast out of heaven. Um, For having his own opinion? Um. Well... Angels are not supposed to have their own opinions. They're they're just kind of they were not. That's not why they were created. Um, humanity, man, uh, was given free will. Um, so I mean, it's it's I don't know. It gets convoluted and complicated. And if you really want to get into a, a hermetic discussion about you know where you know angels and demons and you know all of that, we can do that. But uh, I think we might bore the audience or or really kind of stretch the the attention span. Fair. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think I definitely think the Morning Star thing is a. It's definitely from probably from I would say, from the the Christian side of things, where you know he's the the head fallen angel. That's where like all the other all the other demons are supposedly fallen angels as well. But you know he was the you know supposedly like one of the more favored or the most favored of all of them. And so for him to like kind of lead a betrayal against God was the ultimate, like, you know, you were my number one. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if maybe he was, he was called morning star before he fell or, uh, or he fell like a morning star. I don't know. It's you would have thought I would have done research into that, but uh, fuck, I didn't. <laughs> you watched bedazzled. I did. I watched Bedazzled instead. <laughs> but that and that was at the height of like Brendan Fraser's powers too. Like, I mean, I know he's kind of having a resurgence right now, but that was that was right during the Mummy and some others. of the other other stuff he and was others. doing, <laughs> and others, Encino, Encino Man. Nah, that was a little after Encino, man. But yeah, definitely you know, coming off. I'm just I mean, it was, it, it in. was in. I mean, Monkey Bone. Uh, that was Chris Kattan. Yeah, that's one of those movies. I'm pretty sure he, Brendan Fraser, wants to forget. But um, George of the Jungle. You know, I mean, we could do. You know, I I could say I could keep saying Brendan Fraser enough until you're like, let's do a Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Yeah, it's called one right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we could either have one of the shortest episodes we've ever done, or we could pad this out a little bit. And anybody else have anything about the devil they want to talk about? Hold on, guys. <laughs> um, oh, what do we got here? Oh. I've got the cauldron of conversation. The cauldron of conversation. I thought maybe you were going to go for the wheel of riffing. But... No, I, I'm a big fan of the cauldron of conversation. I liked it when it made its appearances. It is It is interesting. All right, what it do is. we got? All right. Are you a wise cracking Freddy type, a no-nonsense Jason type, or somewhere in between? Oh, that's an easy one. I'm a wise cracking Freddy type. I, I always make those one-liners and jokes. It's just how I deal with uh, the reality of life being what it is. <laughs> Hence, my dog as the devil and uh, in my honorable mentions. Um, I mean, I would like to think I'm probably the wisecracking type, but I don't. I I mean, I, I'm probably more the, the Jason type. <laughs> the strong, silent, big, imposing figure. Hanging out in the background. <laughs> All right, right on. Just ready to snap and kill it. Any, I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't say that out loud just now. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, Where do you rank in there, Jeremy? Uh, somewhere in between. It just depends on the the mood. I think. Some days I can be more of the wise cracking Freddy, but some mornings you wake up and you just don't have it. And you're you're more of a no nonsense Jason type. I mean, I would I would say if I had to guess for the two of you, I would have put both of you in at the wise cracking Freddy type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I guess probably more often for sure. All right. Uh, is there anything other than candy acceptable for trick or treat? Oh man. Toys, uh, little plastic yeah. toys. Yeah. I did <sighs> pick up some from the dollar tree or dollar 25 tree, whatever it is. Cause we always put some little toys or stamps or something in there for kids who don't like the candy. There's, I know there was one year. I don't remember. It's long, long time ago. Because different towns have different trick-or-treats on different days and different times. Me and a buddy of mine, we went to six or seven towns one weekend, like a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because I know we hit up like East Troy, Burlington, Wales, Sussex, Elkhorn, Delavan. So at one point when we did our trick-or-treat and they were like, oh, what do you want for this candy? That We were like, hey. We're so sick of candy. Do you have any cheese? Mm-hmm. And they went in the kitchen and they brought us both a piece of Kraft American single wrapped cheese. Nice. Which I don't think you can get away with that today. No, no. Your mom would throw that away in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, no. We just ate it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I know one house I had gave me a can of tuna. A yeah, can no. of tuna? I got a can of tuna. <laughs> I mean, I'm remembering the scene from Big Daddy when Adam Sandler like breaks into the house and makes him give him like CDs. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> um, Kids not happy. Keep it coming. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking back to when I was a kid, and I remember getting like the little plastic like spider rings or skull rings, and always just being like, "What is this crap?" <laughs> um, I guess. I guess I was more okay when they gave me like pennies or nickels. Hmm. Hated money. Yeah. Well, I hated that that little sandwich bag with like 10 cents and pennies. Yeah, that was I mean it was weird. I mean I always wanted the candy rather, but I was I wasn't upset as much by that. I mean I guess I know that McDonald's is always trying to push on the like the coupons to hand out. Mm-hmm. So but I don't remember getting the coupons when I was growing up. I must have just buy one of those coupon books for like a dollar, cut it all up, and just start giving it to kids. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. I don't know. It's a lot of effort. Uh, I'm kind of lazy for that. I think I did get them once. I kind of remember getting them. Did you see those those trick-or-treat buckets are coming back this year? I did see that. I think That's that's the, the 18th. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I thought it was the 14th, but I could be oh, wrong. Even earlier. That'd be awesome. Oh. I don't know. To the old Google machine. Yeah. No, I just, I, outside of candy, just because like we eventually got tired. Like I said, we started asking for other things. Mm-hmm. The one guy gave me tuna because he just moved in and didn't know it was trick or treating. Huh. So he's just like, let me see what I have in the house. And he gave me a can of tuna. Nice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had tuna on toast for dinner that day. Okay. Yeah. It says October 18th. The buckets are coming back. All right. So the person with a small human in his house kind of kind of knows that one. Are you gonna collect them all? Gonna try mm. to. I don't know. Are you gonna I'm, get any? Oh, go for it. Sorry. I might get one. If, if, just because I know Jess said she wanted one. So. Are you gonna get any of the cactus flea market adult happy meals? Uh, last time the one by I think by us was sold out. 
Really? Yeah. I thought about getting one just to see what it's like, what it's about. It's a weird collaboration. Yeah. I didn't, I'd never even heard of it before. So when it showed up, I was like, uh, what? What is this? I just know one of them is McNuggets, and I really like McNuggets. All right. Well, uh, now, that, now that we've given Jeremy a little bit of extra editing to do, <laughs> and now he knows our take on non candy related items. Right. I think, I think most of us are all in the same group that we don't want money, except for Nicholas. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm more a... okay with it. I'm more okay with it than like a toothbrush or a tube of toothpaste. I mean, as an adult now, yeah, give me some money. Throw some, or, throw some or, cash my way. Some, <laughs> sort of, some sort of tract, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or Craft American Singles or a can of tuna. Or a note saying, meet me at, back at this address later. My yeah. van, my van has puppies in it. Right. Yeah. Still waiting on that puppy. <laughs> Asshole hurts a lot, but still no yeah. puppies. <laughs> still can't sit straight. Where's my dog? <laughs> All right. Do we want? Do we want to do? Do we want to do one more from the the cauldron of conversation, or do yeah. we? Yeah. To... Okay. Keep it going. <laughs> Oh shit! It's the wheel of hell. We're not gonna do that. No, I mean it would be useless because <laughs> there's like points and stuff on there. They're um, familiar with how the game works from the first episode of the Halloween. Hootenanny. Spe- yeah, spectacular. Let's try to get what we didn't use yet. All right, quick pitch. Pitch a movie about a possessed killer object. Oh boy, this stuff we're no good at. It looks like we're out of time. I'll queue up another one in case it <laughs> starts going down in flames. <laughs> wheel of hell. It a really possessed? wants you to spin the wheel of hell. A possessed killer object, you say. Yeah. My first thought went to make a movie of one of the Simpsons trials of horrors when Homer gets the hair transplant from Snake. Okay. Yeah. Make make that into an actual movie. Because, you know, in today's Hollywood, you just remake things and steal things from other people. Mm -hmm. So I'm going that route. I like it. All right. All right. right. I'm going. uh... Oh, man. Let let me think here. A a, uh, video game controller has uh, come to life. And it's starting to when you when you go to sit down to play your video games, it basically eats you. All right. When you, when you lose your temper and throw the controller, it comes back for revenge. <laughs> we're we're doomed. Oh yeah. And, and it's slow and it slowly through the internet starts to infect all other video game controllers. Yeah, yeah mine would not be really happy. <laughs> um yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's definitely I could see something like that from like that. Uh, what's that studio that makes Transmorphers? Oh, uh, um, Asylum. Asylum. Yeah. Asylum or Trauma? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. 
I don't have any good ideas for possessed objects. There's, it's a tough thing to do. Like they, someone tried it with a tire, and it was horrible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you can do it with like a with like a microphone or something from a recording studio. Yeah. Pod a podcaster gets killed while recording, and his microphone is seeking seeking revenge. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. We'll go back to the drawing board on that one. All right. <laughs> one more. One more. One more. One more. One more. Rank these three things in order of scary from least to most. Spiders, clowns, and heights. Who's going first here? Um, oh, that I feel like those are all targeting you there, Jeremy. They kind of are. <laughs> from from least to most? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, clowns, spiders, heights. Really? Okay. S- spiders, hey. spiders, clowns, heights. Wow. I learned a lot I, about you guys. I don't have any problems with heights. I don't either. I've, I've spent a lot of time hanging off of, of roast doing stuff, but I would say that the concept of height is scary, way scarier to me than a spider or a clown. Wait, so, oh, least to most. Least to most, yeah. Oh, then yeah. heights, clown, spiders. Okay, okay. As I say, heights still, but I like a spider. Like, you don't know that it's there. It could be any of those poisonous ones. Yeah. No, no thank you. Clowns don't really bug me, and I, I don't, I don't have any problems with heights. Hmm. Okay. Like even going to like Devil's Lakes, climbing up on the uh, on all the rocks, looking over the jumping from them. The view I never had anywhere about that. Sure. Well, Paris parasailing. I would go skydiving and bungee jumping. I think that'd be fun. You would skydive? Yeah. Wow. I would. That would terrify the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> would you paras- Would you parasail? I might do that. Yeah. Yeah. If I can lose enough weight, I've made a deal with myself that I can go skydiving. Really? Nice. Nice. Hot air balloon? Hot air balloon? I'd love to do it. I just have never had an opportunity. Hot air balloon? Yeah. That's scary, man. All right. So what's your list then? Which one are you from least to most? I'm going to say clowns, heights, spiders. Because, I mean, clowns, whatever. Nothing that scary about a clown. Uh, heights though, I thought about it and I wasn't that scared at first, but then I thought about airplanes and roofs. Every once in a while, I have dreams where I'm falling and it freaks me out. You wake up and get that sensation. You, you don't even like going on your own roof. <laughs> well, I mean, not that I've ever, well, I've if, you had to go up, if you had to go up there for like cleaning the gutters or oh no, that's not horrible. I mean, I'll go like I have to do stuff up on the top of the uh, roof at, at work. And that doesn't bug me, but like hospitals and shit. <laughs> for me, like, like office like, buildings. I'd say for me, it's elevators. I don't like elevators. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't like small spaces like that. I'll just take the stairs. Hmm. Yeah, and then spiders because that's they're just ultimately number one badass creepiness. What if there was a spider holding a chainsaw? That's terrifying. Yeah, I remember we talked yeah. about that. It was in his room. 
Oh. Well, uh, all right. Or, well, or then. snakes. I don't like snakes either. Ah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about them. Well, thankfully for you, we live in Wisconsin where there are very few snakes. There's still some pretty deadly spiders, though. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, just to kind of give it away a little bit, our, our last themed episode of the month will be werewolves. Oh! Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, and then I guess we'll get back to normal. Well, we so don't really know what the last last episode is going to be. It might be another themed one if we have to pull the emergency. Yeah, yeah that is true. We, we <laughs> might have to pull an emergency ripcord. And you can't really call us doing anything normal. <laughs> well, I mean, as normal as we'll ever be. Like, you know, we, I mean, we have like two months worth of pop culture news to try to, to catch up on. So, nah, it doesn't, doesn't count anymore. <laughs> oh, all right. I watched Tokus Pocus 2, by the way. Yeah. Have you I watched that, Nicholas? I haven't right, seen maybe, it yet. Maybe get that watched. We could do a little review of that. Okay. I can probably pull that off in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, I watched The Monsters. How was that? I uh, heard it was not good. It wasn't terrible. Okay. But it, it wasn't... I could see what he was trying to do. And and it just it didn't land. Like gotcha. I mean, you you know, it just it. I don't know. It just. I appreciated it for what it was, but I, I thought it was going to be better. And I just you know he was trying to kind of modernize the sitcom, and he I think he stuck a little bit too much to the concept. Uh, but the guys that he got to do the roles were pretty pretty good. But it was, is it, it was is it like a movie or a show? It's a movie. It's 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 but it's like a prequel to the show mm. because okay. Lily and Herman are not married yet. Like they get married in the movie, or they you know, fall in love in the movie. So like there's no little werewolf kid and the normal girl who they never explain isn't there. Gotcha. All right. But you know, I, I mean I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't as bad as everybody's saying it was, but it wasn't like, I wasn't like, yeah, this is great. I was kind of like, I was underwhelmed to put it mildly. All right. Hmm. How do, how do we end these episodes? I, I don't, I can't, do we just say stupid know. never walks alone? Or? You do that. I, I, say, <laughs> I say stay spooky. Okay. Let's do, let's do that one. Which one? Yours. All right, all right. Well, I got no other outro like you have. Let us know what's your favorite. What did we just talk about? Devil. What's your, fa- <laughs> what's your favorite devil in pop culture? Hit us up at our uh, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail. And uh, stay spooky, everyone. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to an 80s flick flashback podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Do you love movies of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS tapes, VCRs, and the video rental stores? Does the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? 
My name is Tim Williams. I'm the creator and host of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. On each episode, I'm joined by guest co-host to discuss one of the many movies released in the 1980s. We share our first-time watch memories, our favorite scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories about the cast and crew along the way. New episodes are released every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an excellent episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. The ad is over. Go home. Go.